0: Welcome to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm Tom Tony. Uh, Thank you for joining me. We're going to continue to talk today about clarity. And specifically today, I want to talk about clarity and definition. I want to talk about the importance of providing detail in your clarity and your instructions and your expectations for your team, because it's going to make a big difference in the kind of results that you get. So, you know, have you ever been on either side of this conversation where you've assigned a task? You felt you were clear about the expectations. You sent the team off to do the work. But when you cycled back around to check on the results a couple days later, you found a confused group of people and an incomplete job. Then when you ask about all the confusion and delay, what you hear is this. Well, we weren't clear on what we were doing. Maybe you've been the unclear one in this scenario. You know, you've if you've ever felt hindered by a lack of clarity and have missed deadlines or under-delivered as a result, then you know how this feels. And I hear it all the time, you know, people, businesses, teams, entire organizations that are having a hard time moving forward, and the number one complaint is, we are not clear. You know, this often comes out in the form of communication. We say, we got to work on our communication. But what I tend to hear resonate when people talk about needing to communicate better is simply the idea of needing to be clearer. Let's be clear about this. Just talking more, communicating more does not necessarily create greater clarity. Sometimes it can create greater confusion. But for us to get clear, we have to provide details. And I call this definition. So we're going to talk about clarity and definition And I want to talk about uh, several aspects of this reality and, and then give you a simple antidote to the problem. All right. So, first, I want to define clarity. Let's get clear about what it means to be clear. You know, in our CAB University training, our Clarity Align and Barrier Busting University training, when I train on building a culture of clarity, I talk about going from vague to vivid. So, let me share with you the definition of the word vivid. And this is really our target in getting clear. So the definition of the word vivid is this, strikingly bright, forming distinct mental images, transparent, vigorous in life, or freshness. All right, now, that last one might sound a little strange to use in a, uh, in a conversation about organizational clarity, but man, I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference in the life of your business and your your team. And so when I think of a vivid image, I think of the difference between the old uh, tube TVs I grew up watching and the new high definition TVs of today. And in fact, I'm not even going to mention the exact specs of the picture quality today because by the time I finish this recording, and upload it to the podcast site, it'll already be likely outdated. It's moving that fast. So, you know, we've advanced so quickly in the vividness of our picture quality in our televisions, and now it feels like the product gets clearer on almost a daily basis. And truly, that's part of the problem in a lot of organizations is that they haven't upgraded their clarity technology. They're still living in the distant past with regard to the method they're used to ensure that everyone on the team has a distinct mental image of what is expected. So I'll come back to this old technology, new technology comparison in just a moment. But I want to bring another aspect of clarity into the conversation before we move forward. So on the one hand, we're going to inspect the quality of our clarity, but we also need to understand the composition of clarity. What are the components of being clear? You know, the purpose of clarity in any organization or team, or even just in our own personal lives, is the idea of understanding the methods and measurements of our goals. Clarity gives definition to our actions, and it gives definition to the desired results of those actions. You know, this is all we are defining when we are getting clear, either getting or giving clarity. So let's couple the analogy of the TVs to this idea of organizational clarity, defining the goals and actions and the relationship between the goals and actions, and then the organizational clarity and the target of what that vivid reality is. And so, you know, when I was a kid, I would watch Monday Night Football with my dad. Now, this was in the 70s, and uh, the TV technology, though it was actually way advanced, Uh, past what my older siblings grew up with, was still not very fantastic. And I remember not being able to really make out the numbers on the players' jerseys whenever the camera panned back for a wide shot. Everything was fuzzy and lacked detail. You know, there was no instant replay review in those days, so probably uh, because a close-up shot of the play would have been uh, too too fuzzy for the referees to even be able to use, they probably had a better view live on the field at a clearer angle than the eight cameras around the field in those days. So, you know, the technology of the time simply didn't produce a very vivid picture. Compare that to today. Now, when I watch Monday Night Football, for example, or any nature show or any movie, you can see the sweat rolling down the players' faces through their face masks. Now, the referees will make a call and then walk over to a monitor on the side of the field and check to make sure they got the call right. Why is that? Because there's greater definition in the picture. They can see the definition. They can see the details in a greater way in the picture than ever before. And so I want to put this in very simple terms for us today. You know, the difference between a vague environment where people are confused and unsure about their role, their responsibilities, the expectations for processes and the results, and a vivid environment where everyone is aware of every significant detail and operates with a clear understanding of expectations for processes and results is definition. That's the difference. It's definition. So I could also refer to the vague to vivid uh, analogy as low definition and high definition. The difference between low definition and high definition and don't overcomplicate this what the words i'm using that i'm using right now are actually the words that we need to use they so low definition means we're not providing a very high level of definition we're providing a low level of definition high definition means we're providing a high level of definition. Now you break it down into technology, it gets a bit more complicated than that and maybe I'll get into that in a future podcast because there is a direct correlation. But for today I want to suffice it to say that when we offer a low level of definition, we are going to lack clarity in our organizations. But when we take the time and put the resources into providing a high level of definition in our organizations, we're going to have better, clearer results. So simply put, in a vague environment, a vague environment is one in which very little definition is provided. And a vivid environment is one in which a high quantity of definition is provided. And we might also even say quality. So let me give you an example. And then I want to give you kind of an assignment. I'm actually going to use a principle of visual clarity to make this point. So you know in in the vivid technology arena one of the things that we understand at least early on in how this technology worked was a, a a phrase called dpi dpi stands for dots per inch and it simply was a number that was associated with the number of lights points of light within a square inch on a screen and so obviously the more points of light the higher the definition the fewer the points of light the lower the definition You know, so when I, I'm going to use this analogy in this next piece. So when you have a chance at some point today, here's what I want you to do. I want you to draw a smiley face on a piece of paper, but here's how I want you to do it. I want you to draw it using dots. So rather than just putting your pen on the paper and dragging it around in a circle and then putting the dots in the smiley face in the middle, I want you to put your pen on the paper, make a dot, lift your pen, and then right next to that, make another dot and do this until you've made your the circle for the face and then the eyes and then the mouth. So you can repeat all those things for the mouth. But I want you to draw this, this smiley face with dots. But here's the, here's the catch. The first time you draw the smiley face, I, you're only allowed to use five dots total, five dots. can You can use no more than five dots to draw your smiley face. Then I want you to draw the smiley face again. The second time you're allowed to use 15 dots. No more, no more than 15. But the third time, the final time you draw the smiley face, you're allowed to use 250 dots, no more than that. So which of these drawings do you suppose will look the most like a smiley face? Of course, the one with the most dots. And this is exactly how it works with organizational clarity. The quality of the results we are achieving is directly connected to how many dots or points of clarity or points of light we are providing. Dots are details, and the more we provide, the clearer the picture becomes. So here's your assignment this week. Every time you have to communicate a specific task or assignment, draw a happy face with dots first. Make every dot a detail. How many dots does it take to build a clear picture? When you feel satisfied with the happy face that you've drawn on the paper, Use that as a gauge for the number of details you're gonna provide for your team. So make every dot in that face a point of clarity. Then compare the results that you get to the picture of your smiley face. So if you're getting better results from your team, look at the smiley face. Was it a clearer smiley face? And you should see a correlation between the definition in the smiley face and the precision of the results on your team. This may be a challenge at first, uh, as you learn to kind of gauge the level of detail your team needs, but over time, you're going to hit a rhythm and you'll be getting clearer, better results. And I'd love to hear your feedback in this. Let me know how this worked for you. Send me a message. Feel free to post your comments or send me a comment. And I look forward to getting those from you. So for now, I want you to go out there and keep getting results.